Excited. Oh. Be prepared. Oh, I also found Matinee Edition. Welcome <laughs> to Matinee Edition. <laughs> uh, maybe you heard it's the Matinee Edition. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what episode we're on. It's like episode five. Something maybe. like that. Something like that. We'll call the it week, The week of... <laughs> oh shit, what week? Oh, that was, I jumped way too hard on that. Uh, the week of the 7th of July <laughs> through the 13th. Woo. Woo-wee. <laughs> no, I Download. actually found a decent soundboard finally. Yeah, buddy. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's definitely a slew of like random stuff. We got Comic-Con coming up, so like every... Literally like... The leaks that we've, like, up until probably, like, the, for the next two weeks, we're probably not going to hear shit about anything. And then it's going it to be kicking off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, everything we have is basically, like, pre-Comic-Con. Plus, then, we got some stuff built up from our short break that we oh, just totally. took as well. Uh, but first off, I just want to, like, definitely just dive into DC stuff. So, DC actually, the, oh. the, the DCEU. <laughs> Which one do you like first? Yeah. The good or the bad? Yeah, the good. If it's the bad, you want the DC news first. Yeah. And well, you know, that's a you bit might cynical. as well just rip it, rip the bandaid off. As I always, that's how I always think about it. You know, it's just like what movies are about to be confirmed and then canceled, <laughs> and canceled in a few weeks, taken away from you. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of like lately, it's been about like what they have confirmed and stuck to it for me. So like they have that Birds of Prey movie that they're actually working on. Yeah, at least like, they released the the like costume yeah. test footage. Yeah, but I've heard rumors though. Like so, Ewan McGregor has been cast. As the Black Mask, which is the main cool villain. casting, I'm cool big casting. McGregor guy. Yeah, Obi Wan did it. He's a decent Obi Wan. Obi Obi Wan McGregor. Obi Wan McGregor. But he okay. So he's cast as Black Black Mask. There's this huge rumor going around that Black Mask is like a like a like a very outwardly gay villain. Shit. I saw this in passing and yeah. I didn't really think much about it. <laughs> yeah, I just want to throw it out there at you. Yeah, yeah. What, what? My immediate inkling is they should probably do an outwardly gay hero first. I agree. I, because I, this is going to piss people off. <laughs> vilifying. Can we do can we, <laughs> can we do Alpha Flight first? <laughs> like No, seriously. Yeah, though. like... I feel like there has to be a better way to introduce the first like outwardly screen. like gay person of immense power. Yeah. Because like like even Avengers Endgame had that very, very slight controversy of Anthony Russo oh. being he's actually a gay man in mm-hmm. real life and he portrayed a gay character that was unnamed yeah. At Captain America's, um, at Captain America's well, therapy the, session. The, the ther- yeah, and the, so, and what, but would that be that was you? Were, you yeah. were seeing this once. It was considered the. It's considered the first gay character. In, the outwardly gay character in the MCU. Yeah. If you ignore Netflix stuff, which yeah. Fair enough. even Kevin Feige is at this point. <laughs> even Kevin, even <laughs> like, Feige is. but um, it's good. It's good. We get it. It's good. We're, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Jessica Jones season three is out. Okay, it's a strike it from the timeline. Strike it from the timeline. It's like a Terminator fucking movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, there was a bit of a shit show about that because yeah. it wasn't addressed firmly enough. Okay, like if they like, would have embraced it more. If they would have embraced it more, but then at the same time, it was there because it was supposed to be sort of a throwaway of like. Captain America is still Captain America. He's yeah. trying to help people, make people feel better about this and huge problem. Russo being in the scene was just kind of like this, like it was meant to be this sort of like secret. Been, like he has nod. been a cameo. He's made a cameo in every movie that they've directed. Fair enough. In the Winter Soldier, he was a doctor. In uh, Civil War, he was a ther- the ther- Bucky's supposed to be therapist that got murdered. But was he a gay doctor? <laughs> he's, he's These a, are the questions that we is, need answered. He, he's a gay man in real life, so I'm just gonna jump to the assumption that he's playing a gay doctor. Fair enough. I mean, it would be a good casting. In I my guess, in my know, personal opinion, the authenticity. best. Let's let's throw it out there. Let's be as pro as possible. Yeah. But then the ultimate form of acceptance, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is what Captain America did in that scene. 
barely fucking address it and treat him yeah. like he's a normal person. Absolutely equal, equal, dude. Like that's kind of. I mean, that's kind of my whole thing too. It's it's. We will get a gay superhero. We will, and they will. They will definitely make a point of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But I do not think. Of all people, DC is going to fuck this up. DC is going to fuck it up, dude. That's what I was thinking the moment I read it. I was like, no shame on, on, on Obi-Wan McGregor, but like, but, but like, like, no joke. Like, I think it's just a bad move to make a major villain who, like, presumably, and this is, again, one of those, like, rumors about this Birds of Prey movie. Is that like he's like like one of the best villains that they've come up with yet, which Whoa. isn't saying much because we're it's talking like about just Jared Leto, fucking Steppenwolf, and like yeah, like, yeah, the other, Jared Leto, other fucking, large monsters, yeah, like it's been all Aries, like, it's been literally all cave trolls, for yeah, the most part, like cave trolls and a dude with a fucking huge mutt, huge mustache. It's <laughs> the God of War, like <laughs> true, and it came out of nowhere at the end of Wonder Woman. It's like. And it's, who's 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 like next in the slate? They're doing a bat, uh, Wonder Woman eighty five, eighty four, eight oh ho, ho. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> um, which at, with uh, uh, it has resident comedian from Ghost, Ghostbusters, oh, yeah, yeah. Kristen so Wiig is playing yeah. Cheetah. She's playing Cheetah, but there's also the rumor uh, of another villain um, played by the, uh, he was the oh, oh, no. he's a guy in a fucking Kingsman, um, um, not the not the young guy. He was like the American. Uh, Secret oh, Service I know who you're talking about. What's his fucking name? I'm blanking um, on it. Obrin. Yeah. <laughs> Obrin Martell. So supposedly Obrin Martell. <laughs> people um, will get it, though. That's the thing. Yeah, people, people get will that get reference. Wait, uh, uh, no shame on the actor. We just don't remember your name. Who uh, plays Obrin? So, so Obrin is rumored to be... Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, he's, he's, oh, he's rumored to be Maxwell Lord in the, oh, in the okay. 1984 movie, uh, which... Supposedly has like a slight augmentation on his like Pedro powers. Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Also, which the lead in the Mandalorian coming oh, up yeah, on Disney. Absolutely. Disney which plus, I, I haven't actually checked out any like little tidbits or. They haven't even released it, but, a trailer. Okay, we're I, deviating. I keep, I keep, it's gonna be yeah. like it's gonna be like a properly adult show, which sounds fucking awesome. But back to DC. Uh, so Maxwell, he's playing Maxwell Lord, which is like I have no idea who he is. He basically has. Uh, tel- telepathic powers, oh, but cool. in this movie, he's supposedly going to have like wish granting powers, which is a little Ooh. but it's also the reason why Steve Trevor's back, apparently. Oh, right. okay, interesting. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. I guess I don't know. Like, I'm, what a what a cop out. Yeah, I'm like definitely like on the fence about that movie. I hope they don't fuck up a sequel to Wonder Woman. But uh, the only other thing I wanted to touch on DC wise was the Joker movie. So, Which is apparently not based on any comics. No, is that is that where you were going with this? Well, no, because that should have been obvious from into like going into it. If you, nobody re, if nobody realized that based on the trailers, then you're a fucking dummy. But like, <laughs> but like obviously they're going with a more like just out there approach to the creation of a villain. Yeah, and which I think, if anything, it works for the Joker because there's never been an established backstory. No, really, you've never had an actual backstory to him. It's so like, it's always shit. At one point, there were three of them. You no, know, exactly. Well, and that's that's kind of it. Like there's always like these different takes on it. And that in the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like like his oh, Joker, yeah, Heath yeah. Ledger's Joker, kind of makes a pass at that because every single time he like is threatening somebody or telling them a story about the scars, yeah. it's different. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's I kind of a the thing most, about that. Character. The most agreed upon theory with that Joker was that he was like a um, that he was a defunct like veteran. Yeah, and that he was like he had crazy PTSD. I also read a rumor that that Joaquin Phoenix's character is going to be playing a supposedly a like a bastard of Thomas Wayne. You mentioned this to me. <laughs> I actually like that like, idea. I do too. And there's like there's kind of hints in the trailers. And like, is it like, and Thomas Wayne's being portrayed as like this Donald Trump esque Yeah. Kind of just like, like an asshole. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Running for mayor. Um, so it's kind of interesting. But but the director, the most interesting thing about this movie, aside from just the fact that it looks just cool as fuck, is that the director Todd Phillips is uh He's gone on record recently and saying that like that, uh, that he's tried to pitch Warner Brothers to do like a completely different DC style like movie universe okay. where it's like kind of what they're doing with the comics where they have this right now they have this DC black label comic. Yes, and I remember seeing this. It's these. That's just, the one like, where Batman off. showed his dick, right? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> but, 
<laughs> that, that wasn't met very well but there I mean there's like there's a variety of stories like there's like a story coming out called like uh, about the questions like the deaths of Vic Sage uh, but there's also like um, but he's but he pitched basically that they do the same thing with their movies so they have like a like it's called it would be called DC Black and it's like all these different takes on just a variety of characters it's but, like the um, low, lower budget less CGI more like like Nolan-esque yeah well like and he's and he's talking about like his pitch was was talking about actually like roping in like legitimate like visionary directors to like to like come making in and make, it like make, a make, collection make, of like indie movies make films out of these fucking yeah. characters with yeah. these characters you know what I mean like stuff that could win Oscars yeah stuff that won't necessarily go up and directly compete with Marvel because Marvel is Marvel has their big budget thing, but it's so like a, maybe, it's a different style of movie. Maybe eventually make it so that way DC's reputation in film is less so trying to compete with Marvel and more so like an auteur's take yeah. to superhero film. Yeah, kind of, and maybe with like a slightly darker image to it, like their like their their comics line comic line had like all through the '90s and all through yeah. like the fucking '80s. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was always looked at as the darker version of the two big super big comic companies yeah you know? and not to say there's not lighter hearted stuff to find in it oh definitely not but and not to say that there's not dark shit in fucking Marvel I mean Marvel gets dark too Marvel gets fucking dark <laughs> demon in a bottle no. um, <laughs> they're uh <laughs> shout out <laughs> they're um no but what I immediately think of is sort of what was set up with James Gunn's recent project Brightburn mm, I yeah. haven't watched it but supposedly I, I really want to we should I, check it out we should check it out I'm really bad with horror movies mm. um the uh the I guess how it sets up at the end of that, it's like a sort of a bit of like it's a bunch of news reports from a conspiracy theory website okay. pointing out a bunch of these children, and one of them is like a girl who's like killing people with like a whip type thing. Oh, okay. So and it's all like- and it's very very obviously all the DC heroes, yeah, just, yeah. but like villains. Oh, fucking wild, dude! See- and except they're all kids, which is. Even more insane. Yeah, which is even more <laughs> insane. And like seeing the stuff from the uh, from the Red Band trailers of Brightburn, mm-hmm. it's like holy fuck. Yeah, dude, <laughs> There's looked, some crazy shit. Yeah, it looked gnarly, and that's that's I I feel bad I missed it in theaters. It would have been a cool experience, but I it does look fucking awesome. Yeah, and I mean from what I'd heard, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like, and it's an it's just an interesting way of thinking of it. And if there is room, because I mean like it's an off-brand DC film. The trailers even use the same text and the same branding as Man of Steel. Yeah. Was it... Um, and the same music. Was it... Do you know what company produced it? Was it a bad robot company? Um, no. Okay. Uh, no. It was, it was, it was James Gunn's J- yeah, you were, yeah, right, stuff. Right, you, were, um, you just mentioned that. I'm, I think it was... I, I, think, I don't think it was Universal or anything. No. So... Yeah. We'll see what happens. I would with love that. to see that shit. And I would love to see that sort of uh, smaller because that's also what I heard about it. It's uh, it's much more smaller scale. Mm-hmm. It's nothing too crazy. Yeah, and it, it's I would like to see that with some of the uh, some of those movies because like Marvel sometimes gets fucking huge, mm-hmm. and DC's really been trying to do that too. DC's trying to be like they're trying to get as big as Marvel without yeah. the context whatsoever. Yeah, you can't have the lineup of the heroes charging headfirst into Thanos' army <laughs> in movie number three, right? No, dude. Like, like, that's why Justice League did not work. Yeah. It's... Which that... Like, everybody's... Everybody in the fucking world has seen Avengers Endgame at this yeah. point. Oh, so yeah. it's not... It's I can't say it's a spoiler anymore saying that when everyone comes back, mm-hmm. Captain America grabs Mjolnir and rushes it's Thanos like, and is an epic moment. It is epic. It's it's every character that that has been a part of these fucking movies, basically. I love, even off to the corner, you can see Benedict Wong's fat ass dude, trying to keep up with Captain true. America. They slid in the fucking cam. They slid in the Howard the Duck, man. They yeah, got Howard the Duck's in the they, background. They possibly even joked about fitting in in some of those other movies. Of like, all people, they even brought back Korg and Meek, and they were <laughs> you could find them fighting in that scene. It's so it's it's awesome, but it's but it's but it's a but, testament to the work they put in. But and DC, DC did not can, do that. I think DC, if they, I think DC, because they have, I think, a more critically acclaimed history in comics than mm-hmm. Marvel does. Yeah. Like, there's some really good Marvel comics. Yeah. But I feel like there's, but, like, twice but, as many really good DC. Yeah. But like, but Superman and Batman are still more famous than any Marvel than any Marvel comic. You can character. make a slight argument for Spider-Man. You could. You can make a slight argument for Iron Man now. Definitely. But still. But, but, the, su- but Superman. How did they... 
I, and it just pisses me off still. How do, how did they fuck this up? Dude, that's, <laughs> like, what like, like, that's what I mean. It's like, like <laughs> we go on the tangent every episode. The most popular character in the world. Anyway, so that I mean, like, like I said, DC is like it sounds like they're trying to make moves. Unfortunately, the only tie that I'll bring into like the actual like timeline of this episode in terms of Comic Con, the only to close out the whole DC thing, they're not showing up at Comic Con. Yeah. They're not participating. Warner Brothers is not participating in, in a panel. Uh, the only thing that they are showing up on is Arrowverse. The Arrowverse ah. shows are showing up. Well, because that's going to be HBO now. Is it really? Well, HBO Max. Oh, my It's God. taking all the stuff from the CW, too. I did not realize that. Yeah. So it's, I think that's why. Yeah, that probably is why, honestly. But, but so, on the know, note, we have some marvelous things to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Some marvelous <laughs> things to talk about. Segway! <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got some stuff here. Number one, I got two little things to bring up. Yeah. One of them slightly smaller than the other. Annihilation is set to be the next big storyline. Which and it so uh, this is an article from We Got It Covered. It was posted about a month ago. I found this mm-hmm. a week ago. Um, it says that insiders have confirmed Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and even Captain Britain getting movies. Captain Britain? I mean, fuck it. They did Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, totally. I mean, Captain Britain's a cool character. I think in his own regard. Yeah, and Nova as well to set up mm-hmm. a more um, somebody a lot more related to Annihilation yeah, Conquest. Definitely. And even bringing up um, that Annihilus might make a first appearance sooner than we expect. Oh. Uh... And that they're going to be going back towards the model they did to start everything off, where they're going to reestablish films that are a bit and reestablish characters that might have had a larger shift. Okay. And, um, well, like as an example, um, Spider-Man with Spider-Man Far From Home, which Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. They had they had to address a lot with that character. He was mm. in a very different place mentally than he was after Endgame. Oh, absolutely. And they're going to be addressing that in the upcoming movies with all the characters by themselves. And probably in the TV it. shows. Well, I mean, they absolutely. I mean, it, and, they, and they definitely have to because, like, you can't just, like, brush that off with a couple of lines being yeah. like, all right, and now I feel, now, like, we're here. It's, we're here. You know, it, it does, it will take, like, a little bit of, like, okay, you know this character is is here five years later mental fucking space like all these things yeah like it's it's a good way of actually giving your giving your characters a chance to build with more emotion more depth absolutely so that's cool i mean like although okay so the annihilation thing the like i think it's going to start off what movie do you think will like kind of start hinting at so i think they're going to start hinting at it in the next space like space-based Guardians. Guardians, Guardians movie, maybe a Captain theory. Marvel film, maybe okay, yeah, yeah, and just but maybe make it like a post-post credit scene, you Definitely. know, like that second or something just barely popping up, mm-hmm. something that's not really present just yet, you know, like yeah. at the end of Age of Ultron, Thanos getting the glove, yeah, and being like, I'll do it myself, and then he sat on his ass for five minutes, <laughs> um, and <laughs> but. I'm pretty confident that's how it's going to go. And then once they get up to the next, like, phase six or whatever, the mm-hmm. equivalent amount of time that's passed, or maybe they'll do it a bit faster because we'll know what's coming to some regard. Fair enough. They, that, they then they'll really, it. they'll spend an entire phase where it's like, this is like, this shit's coming. Here's mm-hmm. all of our different characters, where they're at right now, and how they're going to come back together. Nice. Oh, oh man. Which well, also, I, it brings up in this, that yeah. they are still debating an Ant-Man 3, which <laughs> brings up the news that Paul Rudd like asked fans to petition for another Ant-Man film because he loves playing that character Did he and really? nothing's confirmed. <laughs> Which I sort of love that. I actually really liked Ant-Man. I, I like Paul yeah. Rudd's portrayal, but their movie, the movie Ant-Man the Wasp wasn't very solid in my opinion. It was, it was fun. Yeah. But it wasn't that good. It was fun. But they don't really have a problem making fun movies. Yeah. Like, that's kind of it. I think it was great because it came right after Infinity War, which is the perfect time to have a stupid, fun Marvel movie. Definitely. I mean, like, kind of a little palate cleanser, you know? Yeah. Don't don't worry. Not everything's dead. Yeah, exactly. serious. Ant-Man's still around. Yeah. But, um, no, it's that's some exciting news. I think Annihilation Conquest is a great way to eventually progress and it makes sense as okay. much as i would love galactus to be the next thing <laughs> that would be that would be pulling the fantastic four out way too early oh definitely and i well, think that they would i think it makes more sense for them to maybe do a fantastic four movie sooner than later 
and then I think has and then establish okay. them as characters, and then have Galactus come like three movies into them. Oh yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, I mean, like Galactus itself, himself, or it itself, whatever himself, I think it's him. <laughs> Gal- Galactus, either way, is like a pretty. As cool of a character as it is, it's a pretty, like, one-dimensional threat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's it's, not much to it. It's really easy to just be like, okay, we need to do this, and we'll defeat Galactus. Yeah, I think it'd be but, cool seeing Galactus's origin, because oh, I totally. think he has the weirdest, but one of the coolest origins. His origins, they've recently, like, in the last, like, handful of years, they've really expanded on Galactus. Yeah. But Which, I, I remember back for in those, the day. For those who don't know, he is, like, the last remnant of the universe that existed before ours. Mm-hmm. So his civilization was destroyed by the Big Crunch. And he basically was cocooned in, a, in, a, in his, like, shuttle ship in a form of, like, energy from all of that, like... Yeah, the and then the universe exploded yeah. around him. And yep. he went into, like, hibernation yep. until somebody woke him up and he became Galactus. And then, boom, world of our... It's, it's yep. actually really cool. I remember, the, like, back in the day when I was a kid... There's this uh, magazine called Wizard Magazine. Never heard of it. And it went, it went, it went to fun. It, it was such a fucking cool dude. You would have loved it. You would have subscribed to it. It was such a fucking cool magazine. But like, uh, they have ran a list of like all these stories that never got published, and hmm. that was one of them. Like from back in the day. That'd like, be cool, man. I'd well, be down for that. Well, they pulled it out. Like eventually, like they would, like let it be known. Like this is Galactus's origin. Yeah. But, like that used to be, like a. a very like kind of brushed under thing yeah uh, I, but uh, annihilation what's cool about it as a story will, would be like the fact that you can you can hit it from multiple fronts and that's what yeah. i mean by like unlike galactus where it'd be like a really like okay it's at galactus is at earth boom he's trying to kill us it like that would be the focus annihilation it could happen on multiple like planet it could be happening across like the galaxy yeah and annihilation they like there's I don't know. You, you have the chance to like really like break the characters all off into teams again, like they did with the you know yeah, the sort of like Infinity the ultimates War. and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it could be a, it, it has a it has way more potential than just like a singular threat kind of angle. I think that's why Galactus is cool, but not probably going to be not yet. a good fit for the movies, honestly. Yeah, maybe eventually. I think maybe like a, at least like nodding to the fact that he exists is, yeah. is just something that they need to do. Maybe he'd be a better Fantastic Four movie villain Yeah, I think, than, I and think they'd have to outwit him rather than have everybody fight him. Well, exactly. And that's what they used to do anyway. Like, yeah. Hey, Reed Richards got the ultimate nullifier again. Yeah, I know. It's like, like um, remember, <laughs> we, I always think of, like, maybe they bring, like, some living celestials into the picture. Which and that would be, cool. be a, that'd be a cool, like, Avengers-level threat. Oh, totally. Like, the dark celestials or something like that. It would be fucking wild to bring this. I mean, like, I love that they were, anyway, we've been off on tangents. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to, <laughs> so I want to bring up one or two more small chunks of Marvel news. Okay. Yeah, um, so casting for the Winter Soldier and Falcon show. Yeah, yeah. Which I really think should be renamed to Captain America and the White Wolf. Let's <laughs> just throw it out there. Bucky's not the Winter Soldier anymore. Well, but but and Falcon's Captain America. But are they actually playing that though? Like, are, like is Sam, I think is, I, is, I think is, the story is going to be about Sam learning to accept role. the role yeah. and Bucky adjusting to modern society because Bucky's been on the run the entire time. Fair he's been enough. conscious pretty much. And Bucky can like help him because he, Bucky's been Steve's best friend through all like yeah, and then so he can kind of like help with the so, Captain America. Too. But casting, yeah, which I'm very excited for after hearing this. Um, shit. Who is, Daniel Bruhl is coming back as Zemo. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. That is super random. Like and, that's awesome though. And I mean, what perfect villain for those two characters? Definitely. Because the Winter Soldier and Falcon are not crazy powerful characters. No. No. So it makes total sense they'd pair them with somebody like Zemo. Yeah. Like not like a super powered being, but yeah. like somebody that can like manipulate people's minds. Maybe like you know. Yeah. Like blackmails in some regard. Exactly. Like Zemo, as a completely powerless person in the Civil War, can kick the Avengers' ass, dude. Like he won. Yeah, no doubt, like, no he, doubt. Like, I mean, he, the he plan won. he set in motion was the only thing he lost at was not being able to kill himself at the end of it all. Yeah. Which is like something he wanted to do. As yeah. It seemed like. And then also Emily Van Camp is back as oh. as uh, Sharon Carter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Which. Um, what? Uh, that I don't know how the fuck. Like they had to do something with that character because people have already caught on that they sort of wrote her out in the movies. Yeah. But which is like, I mean, it's a strange character to introduce and then write out. Yeah. And then bring back. Well, I mean, 
I, well, I wonder what, like, maybe is she just going to be, like, their liaison to S.H.I.E.L.D. I or think some so. Shit? Something like that. Which, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone. I think maybe with the, like, U.S. Oh, yeah, government maybe. or something like that. That's the other thing. Maybe. Shield. I'm so confused by, like, the, the by, by S.H.I.E.L.D. and all this, you know yeah. what I well, mean? Well, I think, <laughs> well, I think when, um, it all makes sense to me now when, so, Fury was talking about, um, call, at the end of Infinity War, Fury disappears, like, yeah. call headquarters, code red. Yeah. He was actually referring to the scrolls from Far From Home. That's Remember at the just, ship? Yeah. I think that's it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that makes sense, though. And that's why he had the pager with Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain yeah, Marvel's yeah. probably out there. Oh, shit. Um, that totally makes sense. That we'll get to talk to Far From Home very soon. Far From Home very soon. Um, so, then one last very, very small tidbit of news. Along with Angelina Jolie and Keon Reeves, yeah. apparently Millie Bobby Brown is... Uh, getting cast in Eternals. Yeah, I just read that this morning. Um, that which is awesome. It sounds like I, that she's cast, a fantastic actress. She is. She's she's one of the best child actors to come out of cinema in recent history. Yeah, I think it's awesome that she's starting to like just show up in more. Uh, she's definitely out of Stranger the Stranger Things cast. She's definitely the one that I think is going to transition to the big screen. Yeah, I think she's one of the strongest. There's the Wolfhard kid who's mm-hmm. like a he, rock star. I think <laughs> he's honestly. I think he's just using Stranger Things as a means to an end, and he's that kid's just going to like. I actually listen to some of, the, to some of his music, music mm-hmm. and he's like, he's it's not bad. Yeah, it's like very Weezer esque rock. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people eat it up. People eat that shit up. Uh, but I mean, like, I like that casting. Oh yeah, that's. I awesome. like that casting a lot. I think that movie's gonna be great. Well, yeah. Even I also, though, even I, though Eternals is sort of a weird concept. Eternals is like it, the Eternals movie is like it's like a stretch in my mind to like all of a sudden go for. Yeah, you know. But uh, then they need to keep ramping it up and keeping people interested. Well, they do. They need to keep ramping it up, which is obviously, I think, why they're trying to uh, grab as many big names for that project yeah. as possible. Because that's, I think, because notoriety's gone for Eternals. There is no notoriety. Nobody's yeah. going to be like, dude, there's an Eternals movie coming yeah. out. Like, nobody's <laughs> waiting in line what the fuck? for the it's Eternals like, movie. No, like, that movie with Angelina Jolie, Keanu Reeves, and the girl from Stranger Things is going to be coming out. Exactly. Like you, I guarantee you those are the three faces that are going to be on the fucking posters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Movie, you know what I mean? And I mean... Um, and Salma Hayek, if she actually gets... I, remember, I heard yeah, I heard that, that too. Was, like, in, hey, she's good. She is. We need to get dude for that, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bounce that Reeves. <laughs> um, Keanu Reeves is a fucking legend. Keanu could handle it. They could just do, like, multiple, multiple different Multiple Keanu Reeves They can do the short Keanu meme. <laughs> Have you seen that? that. It's so funny. <laughs> Uh, God bless you. But um, Marvel has... They made Guardians work. Mm-hmm. They've they've made Stranger Things work. On that note, let's transition to our next t- topic. Stranger Things. Stranger man, Things huh? Season 3. We, ah. I finished. You're halfway through, so we're going to be uh, spoiling through the end of Episode 4. Yeah. So, uh, definitely starts off wild. It, uh, the, Russian, it, the Russians get roped into it right <laughs> the away. The Ruskies. Those Ruskies. <laughs> uh, there's like... Russian scientists reopening the fucking portal. Which, immediately after seeing that, I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, like, like, this idiots, is truly man. the Cold War because everyone's fucking dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, everything, there's like nothing sacred. They're like, so it's like, you know. Shit. <laughs> like, fuck it. That thing almost destroyed everybody. Well, let's see if we, we can will, harness it. We will use it. <laughs> We will use it on the capitalists. Dude, it's so fucking wild. And then there's also, okay, so they immediately introduced evil Russians and... Arnold like, Schwarzenegger ripoff. Yeah, like I was gonna, like this Dolph Lundgren, oh. this brunette Dolph Lundgren beating fucking... Who beats fucking Harper's ass. Dude. Yeah. Oh, real well, yeah, he like, fucks him up. Dude, the guy was like watching that. Okay, uh, we'll get back to that. But, yeah, we'll get back to that. So... It kind of like that first episode does a really good job of establishing what year you're in, like where you're at with these kids. Yeah. And because there's been a lot of change. It's been almost two years since the last season. And I think they're going real time on this. Yeah. I I think so too. I think they're really trying to keep with like the actual progression of like the the fucking actors. Yeah. And the kids are aging. It's more and more noticeable. I saw Will stands out. Will stands stands out out the most. Dude, Finn Wolfhard, uh, Mike. Yeah. Holy shit! The kid went through a growth spurt. He um yeah, I was like watching, seeing pictures from the first season. Mm-hmm. He was a child. Oh, totally. now he looks like he could pass as like a twenty year old. Yeah, like you get that kid a fake ID, he can get into a bar. Absolutely, <laughs> no joke. Yeah, uh, but it, I mean that's one of the things that they definitely like is, is a theme throughout 
Uh, yeah, the this, times this are changing. Is the times are changing? Like they're not the kids they used to. Yeah, be. Yeah, and you, you know can see I mean? that, and it's very, it's something that I was immediately able to sympathize with, mm-hmm. and you probably were able to as well. Yeah. You see, Dustin and Will are being completely left behind oh, as totally. Lucas and Mike mature. Yeah, like, and that happens, man. Like everybody's been through it. Growing everybody up. has like, that different. Everybody has a different phase. Exactly, it's just people like, growing parts, a natural thing. Yeah, and they, and so it's just, but they play it really well. It's so because believable. you know how tight that group is from yeah. the first two seasons. And you, you know how tight. It's also are. made abundantly clear how painful it is for some of them. Yeah, and and like for not having seen like out uh, like hardly any of this cast in anything else. Yeah, like they they do like they're good. Like they they should be they really own they roles, should be. You know? So, much more prolific than they are in my opinion I agree I, 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 um, and, but then like the, the kid who plays Lucas Caleb McLaughlin mm-hmm. and the kid who plays Dustin Gaten Mazzarato mm-hmm. they're both a Hot Wings episode with or is it, oh like, yeah <laughs> there's the really Hot cool. Ones the, the Truth or Dab yeah, yeah Truth or Dab yeah, yeah. with <laughs> that them was that was actually really funny yeah they um check it out um they are both they're both um, Broadway kids Oh, okay. Caleb yeah. McLaughlin, that, that's right, that's he right. was a uh, young Simba mm-hmm. in the Lion King musical. <laughs> so and and Gaten was uh, he was the kid in um, he was he was uh, the kid from Les Misérables. Yeah. For like five years. It's so it's, these kids have they they have some like really like indie star power. You yeah. Know? And I think honestly, I think most of them except for uh, fucking. Eleven, what Millie, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown, Brown. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, I think outside with from, that name, from her. surprisingly British. <laughs> I think she's just gonna be probably the only one that really like Takes goes off. on to pursue. Maybe the rest like, of them end up being like, like TV career. actors. Yeah, or like probably do more like more stage work. Yeah, um, but either way, so like so, you're you're established where you're at. Uh, they reintroduce or not reintroduce. They just they bring back um, the main. What's his fucking name? Billy. They bring back this. So Billy is Billy's a lifeguard. Is uh, trying to you fuck know, Mike's mom. Yeah, he's out there like being eye candy for all the fucking moms in, in town. Uh, but he is also <laughs> like the main focus, at least for like the first half of the season. I um, I will. Like, big, I will say bats. he does remain prolific through the entire. Um, okay. Through the entire series. Series. Yeah. And I will also say. He is my. I was thoroughly impressed with his acting chops, especially in the latter half. Yeah. And I watched some interviews with him. He's really trying to convey like bipolar disorder in his performance. Yeah. Well, I where mean, you're supposed when you look at him, I think you finished the last of us you saw was the sauna experiment. Experiment. Maybe. Which I, is where no, he, they asleep. like trap him. <laughs> they like trap him in the sauna. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And there's this scene in that I rewatched. That was that actually episode. a really incredible scene. It was like that whole awesome. thing. When he grabs Levin's hair and he looks over at Max, and you can see he's like, he really doesn't, he looks terrified of what he's doing. Yeah. And then he just starts strangling Eleven. Yeah. Which is a which is brutal scene. Fucking intense, dude. I was like, it's oh my god. <laughs> and they, but what killed me about that whole thing was that like there are four other people in that room and none of them are doing anything to make I, a move on this guy. I, except for Mike. Who except hits, for Mike. Who hits him with the fucking bar. Yeah, which at least Mike did something though, dude. Like, I but, mean, like you're watching your fucking friend get strangled by this. I, I can't blame him for not doing anything because the know, dude man. just overpowered Eleven's mind powers in yeah, that scene. Yeah, but like... I was like, like shit. <laughs> like, what, you, like, what, if, what, what, what if they just went extreme with that and they just, like, he just snapped Eleven's neck and then the rest of the season was like was like them trying to figure out how to deal with all this shit because, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't have their telepathic friend anymore. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I do... I <laughs> That vibe of not having to rely on Eleven is something that I really like. Yeah. And I think that they could elaborate even more on. Well, I mean, yeah, they definitely like. Because Eleven sort of like the Jesus symbol of like, <laughs> like it's like fucking Superman at the end of Justice League. Back Anything to DC. Goes, oh, totally. Like they would be <laughs> fucked without him. Anything goes wrong, just call on Eleven. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, it, I really like how they um so at the beginning of the season because like the first two or three episodes, not much happens. Mm. Like it's a very slow burn. It's, I think it's yeah. less so than previous seasons. Mm. Like in the second episode, in the third episode, it's where Eleven finds that Billy kidnapped the girl. Yeah. And her and Max start looking around. Yeah, they start sniffing around and things start picking up from there. Yeah. I love the like body snatchers vibe. Oh my God, dude. It's, it's so, so cool. <laughs> There's that shot though, um, when you kind of find out like like the, the, 
like how long this may have been going on and how like far this is this whole like invasion is going yeah. like like yeah i think it's after he brings uh that girl's parents yeah yeah so you get like eaten or whatever by that monster but we're then, like but it's then, like chest bursters i don't even fucking yeah it, it's like it oh my god and that whole sequence when that thing like whatever that thing is like attached to their faces and was just it's like, like pumping <laughs> they're um and the but, rats exploding was like yeah. oh. so do you think i mean like is it like it's like a creature that's kind of getting like uh it's it's slowly becoming like an actual being by taking like fleshy matter from these things yeah. is that basically it yeah like okay that's yeah which is so fucking wild dude that's like that's a really cool concept it is a really cool concept it's very um it's very like the thing mm-hmm. so it's very much up that it's, like grotesque vibe it's really playing well and like a it i mean it's nodding to like a handful of different sides yeah like staples really yeah uh so okay if, if i'm at like i'm gonna go like i'm going home and i'm watching episode five yeah Af, like five is a really really fucking good episode yeah yeah Um, I would definitely say like this is one of the strongest seasons it's on par with the first one the second one gets a bit of shit from people but in my opinion it's because it came after something that was so good yeah, well, I mean, and that's just people trying to fucking find shit to say. Yeah, like, you know, like I, they're like, oh, this, this like, whole series. The has first been season, the first season was phenomenal. Yes. The second season was better than ninety percent of TV. Absolutely. But it wasn't as good as the first, it so it's not going to be held to such yeah. a high regard. Exactly. It's uh, like um, it's like the analogy. I a movie franchise. I love the Creed movies. Mm-hmm. The first one was so fucking good. The Choice. second one was good. Yeah. But. It wasn't as good as the first Just one. Not on as so people were like, "This is garbage. This is shit." It's like it, it has an eighty-nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. God damn it! Like, it's still a good movie. It's still a, like a better than average movie. Yeah. It's just people are always trying to compare everything like that. Like, I mean, like and it's if like, there's if, if you just take a, them for their individual like exactly. merits. If like, there's a fair comparison to make, it is two seasons of the same show. Yeah. It's the fairest comparison you can make. But when people walk around saying the second season's hot garbage, I completely disagree. Absolutely wrong. And but the third one is so strong, and they do take it. You're not even there yet. That yeah. that sauna scene is a sign of things to come because it gets fucking dark. Uh, and they're using and these the- kids' newfound maturity mm-hmm. as a means of making it pretty eerie, pretty dark. Interesting. And um, oh, something also worth noting: the deal with a. Uh, so the groups that have been established in the show at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love the pairings of this season. Okay. Where they Break have like Steve and Robin. Yep. Robin, who is Uma Thurman and Ethan Ethan Hawke's daughter. Ah, I thought I read that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so she's, she's Steve, awesome. She's like she's, she's a standout character. She's one of my season. favorite parts of this season. Yeah. She becomes better and better. I'm excited for her in future seasons. Nice. Spoiler: She doesn't fucking die. <laughs> um, how stupid would they be to kill Uma Thurman's daughter in her first season? Dude. Um, no, but her, um, Steve, Erica, the the little, the little girl, and Dustin, yep. fucking gold. Oh man, they, they, it, that's a great group, yep. and they keep going. Yeah, Erica, uh, bringing her in, what has just been like, like just comedy gold. In, oh yeah, in that she has such good comedic timing she for really a kid. She really does. It's surprising. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, we have the other kids are in a group themselves. Yeah, basically like, all the other kids. All exactly. the other kids. And then um, Hopper and Joyce, mm-hmm. which um, the intro to the next episode is Hopper and Joyce Gold. Oh, yeah? You'll, you'll fucking love it. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it, the season's been fantastic. You're only halfway through, and yeah. how do you feel about it so far? Oh, man. I, 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 yeah. Again, like, like you were saying, I just think it's been... It's better than the second season so far for me, but that's not knocking the second season. Uh, I like the pace of it because it's a little quicker, but it's still got that kind of like, it doesn't. It takes its time with the points it needs. Yeah, to. it's just been it's been fucking awesome. You so can far. sort of see what's coming, but it's letting you figure it out as mm-hmm. as you go. And I just want to make a note. The only reason I haven't finished it is because I started watching with other people. <laughs> All right, you made that critical yeah, mistake. Yeah. And I'm, I a man, I'm, a, I'm a man of my word, though, okay? I will fucking watch. I will not binge a show without the people I agree to binge it with. <laughs> you're, you're a good man. You're, better, you're a better man than I am. I didn't do it this time, but I have been guilty of that in the past. Dude, it happens. It happens. No shame. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
So, but, um, yeah, I definitely am probably going to finish it by the end of this, uh, by probably next week, by the time we record again. Oh, yeah. So, right, so we got about like five more minutes on this. I don't want to cut Stranger Things short, but I do want to talk about we'll, more from we'll, we'll talk about Stranger Things more in a future episode. Yeah. So I just like, I want to touch on it. I saw it just a couple days ago. Yeah. And blew my fucking balls off. <laughs> it's like, such it, a good movie. It was so well done. Yeah. Dude, it was like such a nice Spider-Man movie. It was like a refreshing Spider-Man movie because yeah. it was like an actual cool Spider-Man film. Yeah. Like, I think Homecoming was a good movie, but this yeah. is a better movie. Yeah. It improves on, I think, all the problems that Homecoming had. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's not that initial. They, don't have to, they didn't have to get that initial, like, here's the new Spider-Man. Here's yeah, the yeah, new, yeah. like, Spider-Man, like, kind of vibe. Here's Hot Aunt May. It's already there. You got it. Yeah, John Hot Aunt May is back, though, dude. Yeah. Like, she, you got John Hot Aunt May looked hotter in this movie. <laughs> how old is how, dude, how old 50, Marissa Tomei? She's 54. Holy That's shit. That's a fine-ass 54-year-old woman. Her and Charlize Theron. Goddamn. Like fine marinara. <laughs> <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow roasted. Slow. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so let me ask you about, in terms of, like, villain, villain compared to the, the Vulture. How did you like Mysterio versus the Vulture? I think Mysterio's better. Wait, Vulture's yeah. still fucking good. Still good. Like, the Vulture, I, I like how all it's Spider-Man dealing with Tony Stark's fuck-ups are both these villains. Yeah. And... Like, the Mysterio, I feel like the only reason he's better is because of how um, Jake Gyllenhaal portrays him. Absolutely. I Jake feel like Gyllenhaal he had a bit more to work with. a lot with. To, that, to that whole fucking movie. The, the first half of the film when Mysterio's a good guy, mm-hmm. shocking turn of events, if you're listening to this, you're probably a comic book fan, and you know Mysterio was a bad guy from the get-go. Yeah. If any, that's the thing, dude. It was, again, like one of those moments, if anybody walked into that movie thinking that Mysterio was going to be a good guy by the end of yeah. it... You're just Which, a dummy. Hey, I'm I watched, sorry. I watched <laughs> it opening day, Yeah, and there was somebody behind me who audibly gasped. Oh, my God. Are you Which, serious? Wait. These, <gasps> these movies, oh, my God. These movies have such a larger audience, though, than, um, than, just than the comics. Geeks, so I'm not surprised. It's so, it's so true. But um, his... I love how he is sort of, like, weirdly perfect the first half. And mm. it's like, this dude's... Like, for us, knowing what was coming, yeah. he was like, oh, this guy's, like, a really... He's really like bumping up the charisma. Yeah, he is portraying himself as a Tony Stark esque, oh, totally. good spirited man. Like I could be the person that fills those shoes. Yeah, but then he very quickly afterwards that, becomes this like fast talking jackass. That that transition goes hard, dude. Like, and he very <laughs> obviously is exploiting Spider Man's anxieties. Oh yeah, from the get go. Yeah, even Which, at, even when he has this like poise and charisma. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all ruse. Yeah. And it's really fucking well done. It is. It is. Um so when uh, the point in the point of the film where so so you see this in the trailers all that shit. Spider-Man gets Tony Stark's glasses. Yeah. It gives him Edith. Yeah. Edith even even in death I'm the I'm, I'm the, hero. the hero or something yeah. like that. Just so arrogant, which is so perfect. For so sorry. Which uh, also note about Edith. We might run this in a few minutes long. That's yeah. probably cool. Um yeah. note about Edith. Tony Stark and Steve Rogers were probably Tony Stark versus Steve Rogers here. Steve Rogers was definitely not okay with the satellite Tony Stark had in space oh, that had not. killer drones on it. Definitely, not. <laughs> definitely, not. definitely didn't tell him about that after Civil War. <laughs> well, like, I mean, that was actually kind of like a kind of a, a big shocker, like how big the operation was yeah. that that got handed to Spider-Man. Like I, yeah. I, I assumed like Iron like Tony Stark. Was given him access then, to some things, but not his whole security and like grid. arsenal. Like, and fucking but then that was insane even amounts because of, of Mysterio. Mysterio even like gives a shout out to the girl who orchestrated Spider-Man getting the glasses. Yeah, actually, that's really true. Yeah, like it was all so well played by Mysterio uh, and his gang. Yeah, which, <laughs> which gang of angry IT nerds? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The dude from Iron Man One, the the uh, Tony Stark built this in a cave. Oh, that dude, such, that's like a really good impression. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was it was like they called back the most random ass character who was getting yelled at by Jeff Bridges by the arc reactor in the middle of Stark HQ <laughs> and he shows back up that's the dude from that's the kid from a christmas story oh my god yeah really yeah Holy he's a producer on the film fuck he's a producer on the marvel film oh my god his name's right next to kevin feige's and it was a cameo in that first one you've made it my friend i know <laughs> that's fucking incredible uh, okay so the kid from a christmas story grows up hates tony stark 
<laughs> same continuity, actually. Oh, my, that'd be so funny. Same, same universe. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so they grow up. So, so Mysterio's not working alone, and that's actually something you have, like, you have to point out right away. Yeah. When you think about like this, like what he pulls off. But it movie. works so well. So well. And I love how, like, after number one, after he gets ousted as the bad guy, mm. that sequence where he's projecting the images for Spider-Man yeah. and like Spider-Man's running around like the fucking oh, yeah, creepy yeah. shit that Mysterio's projecting he gets chased around by an Iron Man zombie dude that was creepy I was like holy shit which was a nod also to Marvel zombies that's the way what that I immediately that, thought the, the helmet was designed yeah it was just so cool like, and, that, and that was again one of those like a, you know beautiful Marvel movie things yep. where they just randomly slide in these nods to like something that will very obviously like, never happen in the MCU oh, Jesus Christ no That'd be so fucking weird if they tried to make a Marvel zombies, a Marvel MCU zombie. Thing. Phase twenty. <laughs> Phase twenty. Kevin Feige's ghost is still making movies. <laughs> he handed it off to his son or some shit. RDJ's making them at that point. Um, the Edith. Man. Which also, it's something that's no, that should be noted is that the, people are worshiping Tony Stark as if he is a biblical figure. At this yeah. Point. Which I'm wondering if that's going to be like a kind of rippling thing throughout some of these Marvel movies that we see uh, popping up like yeah like like he he's hailed as uh, as the person that saved the world like everybody he like gave up his life for half it's of everyone it's not just like the superhero community being like who's gonna be the next Iron Man it's like the world everyone. and that's the thing about you, this like plot is that the world is asking that question and I love how like even at the beginning you can see how anxious it makes Spider-Man because he he's, he's getting questions like are you the next Spider-Man yeah yeah uh, he's getting interviewed and everybody's like are you gonna lead the Avengers and he's like I, I gotta go like, yeah He's and it, not. It, he's a kid. That. He exactly. He's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a line that he has in the movie where he. I mean, just to paraphrase it, but he's just seriously like, like I just didn't think I would have to save the world like on my summer break. Like, and that's like, yeah. That's a very legitimate like teenage thought. Yeah. Like I'm on my summer break. I'm chasing a girl. I don't want to, like. I've got. I've got. I'm. I want to be a kid. I want to be a fucking kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. So they really who, nail that aspect. Who can't empathize with them? They really nail that that aspect. Which that's Spider-Man. like the quintessential Spider-Man thing. Mm-hmm. I want to be normal, but I can't. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish I could live that normal life. And but my uh, superhero identity is putting a strain on all. The though another random shout out I remember. So there's a whole scene where he's packing, and Aunt May is really pressured. Like just like makes a like comment like, oh like, yeah. hey, don't forget your suit, and he and he like weighs the options as to whether or not to take his spider suit. Yeah. And the the suitcase he's like he's packing is oh, actually like, yeah. like it says like BFP or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like Ben Parker's. Yeah. I thought that was a cool sign, like a little nod. Uh, so let's throw it out there. A few more things. Um, last sequence in the film mm-hmm. with Spider-Man using his spider sense to fight Mysterio oh, in the, the hallway. The Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle. I love that. Yeah. That was such a cool scene. I also that love was. how Mysterio's entire last like setup he's in the mocap suit mm. with the fucking fish fishball head dude it was so wild but it worked <laughs> it worked it worked it was a nice modern like look for Mysterio the, the the every time that he used his fucking drones or whatever to just fuck with Peter's senses yeah. like it, it actually looked really well done yeah. and when the the whole sequence where Peter was fight was fighting using his Peter Tingle was just like <laughs> Badass. Yeah, it was just badass. And it was so cool seeing uh, him use that. It's like it would be like seeing Batman actually use some detective skills in a yeah. fucking movie. Hopefully that comes. Hopefully that comes. But, um, uh, <laughs> and then another thing worth noting. Also, okay, at the end of that scene, when Masiro is actually behind him with a gun to oh, his yeah. head, and he reaches back and grabs it before he, before he can shoot him. So fucking badass. So cool. Dude, it was so... Let's, let's quickly hit post-credit scenes. J. Oh Jonah Jameson. God, dude. There was a round of applause dude, when J.K. That, Simmons showed up as J. Jonah Jameson. That was the most popular scene in the entire movie in the theater. Fuck I yeah. I, I fucking I loved it, dude. I, I <laughs> it's was, so, it was so great. And you're right, though. I think you mentioned this to me. He looked exactly like Commissioner Gordon going through. I was like, <laughs> they probably shot that on set. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. That's It doesn't surprise me whatsoever. So um, No, but it was so beautiful, dude. And, and so that, that gets me like thinking... What a what a great cliffhanger for a film. What? What are like, they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Like, can they bring in could Mephisto? They pretend- They're bringing in Mephisto. One more God, day, dude. One more day. <laughs> no, I hear it. So, in all seriousness, though, where they're taking the Spider-Man, I hear that they're doing those three. They're gonna be doing three phases with Spider-Man itself, yeah. where it's you know like high school, college, and 
adult life. Yeah. And Tom Holland just signed on to do nine films of Spider-Man. <laughs> Shit. So that, that dude's making his money. He ain't going anywhere. He's got that Marvel money yeah. plugging in. Uh, all in all, like so. Okay, so the, just, everybody knows who he is. Just that's where that's where the film leaves us. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> it that cuts scene. off with him going, "What the fuck?" That scene, man, ending it with with that where the, the, the world gets gets told Peter Parker is fucking Spider Man and that he's a fucking bad guy. Yeah, that he just killed the world's new Iron it's him, Man. It's him versus the city, yeah. which is a setup for a lot of Spider Man comics that are really cool. Yep, and that like I bet that's gonna be. A huge thing in this next movie. I hear that uh, they're really toying with the idea of potentially making Craven the Hunter the next Spider-Man. Damn! Damn! I love that fucking so bad. Um, so also, last thing with Spider-Man: Far From Home, um, Nick Fury and Marie Hill being fucking stupid throughout the plot of that movie is because it was Talos and his wife the whole time. Yeah, and that raises so many questions. Confirmed though. Um, they have been switching for an extended period of time. Just off and on? Off and on. Oh, so, like, cool. the real Nick Fury has been in a handful of movies. Yeah, but, like, he was there at the end of Endgame is what I heard. Yes. And that, or that like, the Nick Fury from... Um, so, like, sparsely throughout the MCU. Maybe It explains Fury's big week. Okay. That there was another Nick Fury running around in the form of Talos. Yeah. Actually, that... That totally explains that. Actually. Yeah. So that's why he's able to kind of accomplish what he did that week. So, and then Nick Fury's out in space, which explains the whole deal with Captain Marvel at the end of him calling HQ code red mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. He's out with the scrolls in deep space. They really do a good job. Spider-Man started off as the outlier to the MCU because it was that Sony character that got brought back over. And now they did a really, this movie, they did a really fantastic job of plugging Spider-Man into the MCU. Yeah. As like is, an essential franchise that needs to be paid attention sake. to. Exactly. Like, no longer is Iron Man the namesake. Spider-Man, they were joking. Like, the theme of the movie, who's the next Iron Man, was the theme of this movie overall. Who's, what's the next Iron Man franchise? Yeah. It's the Spider-Man movies. Yep. And that's exactly where they're headed with this. Tom Holland's exactly. fucking perfect, just like RDJ was. He's going to grow Man. up in the role, and gonna watch. he's going to grow with it. Exactly. I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. Worth noting, I'm starting my music podcast now as well. Um, it's going to be called In Tune. Nice. I'm putting that up every once in a while. I'm reviewing the first album that, or the first album the Black Keys have put out in five years, Let's Rock. Hell Been listening yeah. to it this week quite a bit. Just recorded a podcast on it. Once I'm dead editing it, we'll be putting it up on the channel. Hell yeah. Be looking for it. So pay attention. We got new shows coming. We got things cooking. Yeah. We'll be back next week with some more matinee edition. Woo wee! Remember, sponsored by Earth Aqua. Earth Aqua. Drink some aqua. <laughs> drink, some, <laughs> drink some aqua over ice. Woo hoo hoo. <laughs>